welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is where the sidewalk ends. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y, creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos. Be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use our subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, bringing a blank one on Amazon Prime. Also, be sure to join our Discord server. If you go to the main page of our website, there should be a, uh, uh, in the top banner, there's a green, a little blue bar in that top banner. One of those is the Discord link. You can either click on it there, or it'll be the top Discord link in the product, or in the description of the podcast below. Please do join that Discord. It's a great place for us to share ideas, get your guys' feedback. We've already had a lot of great suggestions in there. Somebody talked about a passport holder this morning, and I really wanted to get feedback on that topic specifically. What would be people be looking for, features, things that it would be designed for. So the Discord is a great opportunity for people to really communicate back and forth with us, and it's also where we're launching the behind the scenes of launching new products, where I'm talking about prototyping new things, and realistically, it's also going to be where most of our products are first announced in light of the fact that they've got a lot of that kind of behind the scenes. Uh, nature to them. So definitely go check that out. Join our Discord. It really does help us. And we're going to be doing a lot more in that Discord community shortly with communication, back and forth, live chats, things like that, where you'll be able to ask questions if you're interested. So, all right. Today's topic, Where the Sidewalk Ends. I was trying to think about a title for this that was clever um, because this topic is somewhat a little bit done a lot for us. And it's we're out of money again. And up until this point, I've kind of been kind of floating along saying, okay, we'll get this figured out. We'll get this solved. It'll get, we'll, we'll figure this out. And we have had a little bit of margin and a little bit of margin and a little bit of margin. And then today we didn't. Now we figured out a solution, I think for the, for the next 24 hours at least. And it seems like we're kind of back into the place where it's the 24 hours. And I, I know that the Shel Silverstein book, the Where the Sidewalk Ends, is a great book. But I specifically liked the imagery of Where the Sidewalk Ends because that is where we live right now. That is where a lot of the world of small business lives. And it is the road of off-worlding, of off-roading, I should say. Because we had a plan. We had a sidewalk. We had a good sidewalk. But that sidewalk had some fundamental elements to it that did not happen. We had, I mean, how do you ask how we get this place, right? We were just three months ago, we were doing a lot better. The answer was this. Three months ago, when we borrowed the money from Shopify with the forced repayment, which was that mob money I talked about in that episode, a big part of that structure, the willingness of us to do that, was that we had gotten a promise from our commercial banker at the time that we were going to be able to get our line of credit extended to where we needed it to be. And the money that we would have to repay Shopify at that time was going to be less than what the entirety of the line of credit extension would be. So a way to think of that would be that we would have enough money on the line of credit once the line of credit was extended to fully pay back the Shopify and all of the debt that we would have would be consolidated into that line of credit. And that was a big decision, right? And like a lot of the, the reason behind that decision was that we realized that we weren't going to be able to get the line of credit extended as quickly as we needed it to when we needed the money at that moment. So we took the deal. Three months later, our line of credit has still not been extended. And more of an issue is that our 
banker won't answer my calls and hasn't answered my calls. I think the last time he spoke to me was a month ago. And I've called him probably once every three days, at least twice a week. And it's gotten to the point now where I'll call him and I'll leave him a voicemail and I'll say, hey, it's Colin. Give me a call back when you get a chance, right? I'm just being as vague as possible on the off chance that he'll hopefully actually call me back. Now, there's a couple of good news. There's good news in this. And here's the thing. You may wonder, why are you not more concerned? And the answer is that, well, I am. I am. But I had a moment the other day where I was realizing that if I spend the next 20 years fretting and worrying, which it has its place, right? That worry can drive action. That anxiety can push you into a state of action. But if I spend the next 20 years worrying the way I have been for the last five years, I'm going to die before I'm 50. The stress alone will kill me. It's just exhausting. It's mentally and physically exhausting. So I'm trying to take a more stoic approach to this. This is just another day. And just because we happen to be out of money today doesn't mean we'll be out of money tomorrow. And there's a lot of good news, right? As much as I'm frustrated by the line of credit not being extended, and it, forced, it has forced us to cut short the strategic plan, right? Because the strategic plan was really out, was, it had a long tail to it, specifically so we could have time to get it done. And the reason why we borrowed the money was because we had that strategic plan to execute, and that execution, one finished, would have created a lot more opportunities for revenue. And that's still the case. But unfortunately, because of the fact that we didn't have the cash flow for it, we had to cut short a lot of the plans. But we'll get back to that because we'll figure that out. There's other good news too. We've had in the last probably week and a half, five or six people ask about bulk orders. Collectively, if they all placed all of their bulk orders, it would probably look like maybe $25,000, $20,000 to $25,000, which would be a huge shot in the arm. It'd be a fantastic cash injection. Now, we're pounding down doors. We're pushing hard to try to get people to actually buy, right? Because just because they nibble doesn't mean they're going to buy, right? And that's actually brought up a different question that I'm curious, right? So go jump in our Discord and answer this question because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask it here and I'll probably ask it again in the Discord, which is how many times, if you, if you send an email to a company asking for a bulk order or, or interest in a bulk order and you want to know, how, many, how often do you think it's appropriate for them to follow up with you? If they send you a text, if they respond to you that day and say, yeah, it would cost you this. And then they send you a follow-up email two days later, three days later saying, hey, did you get my email? Are you interested still? Right. Is that too often? Do you want more frequent response? How many times in a row should you email someone without them responding before you say, that's just a lost cause? I'm curious. So we got these bulk orders that are potentially going to come in, right? And it's all potential money, right? So you can't really count on potential money. but if any or all of them came in, that would be a good cash infusion. And if they all came in, that'd be a fantastic cash infusion, at least for the short term. We've got new products we're launching. So we just launched the keychain. The mouse pad wasn't that long ago. I know that if you've watched the new products uh, podcast um, a while back, there was a couple of, of things that were supposed to be launched already that haven't been launched. And the main short answer why is because to launch them, we need money. Um, and that's a huge issue. Now, we don't need that much money to launch some of them. We just need time, and that's another issue, but we're, we're working on it. So I'm, I'm hoping to kill, still launch a lot of those. But we launched our new keychain. That's an exciting thing, I think, and I think that'll be good. I don't know if it's going to be a huge revenue driver. It's just not that expensive, right? So for us to really 
make money off those in a really big way. We'd have to sell a lot of them. But who knows, right? It's, an, it's impossible to tell exactly how successful something will be until it's out in the market. But these keychains, and this I brought, I, I realized them, I was talking about them, I'm like, I have them sitting in front of me. And these keychains are, are nice. They're, they're, they come in great colors. They're the first time that we've used all black hardware. And I think that's exciting, all things considered, to have a little change of pace. And this is the, the uh, slate one that I have here and the chestnut one that I have here in my hand. So if you haven't seen those, go check them out. They're great little everyday carry items. I, I've got my keys on mine. So um, go check those out. They're $15, I think, on the website, depending on what you get. But that's one product that we're launching this morning, actually. Someone had sent an... I'm recording this Monday, by the way. So, But someone had sent an email saying, I believe that they're looking for Everbook and Onyx. And Melinda sent that to me. And we've gotten that request. Everbook in X color that we sell. About once a week. For maybe the last year. Maybe not that often. But we've got a lot of requests for Everbook in different colors. And I've hesitated to launch it in other colors. And I've talked about that because just because you launch something in other colors doesn't mean that it's likely to sell better in other colors or likely to sell better at all because it just means more options, more choices for people to make. We launched the Metric Everbook not that long ago. And so there's mounting choices with the Everbook. But when you're in the position that we're in, the market, a.k.a. my boss, has dictated that they need other colors. So, when the boss says we want other colors and you're out of money, you don't get to be choosy. So, we're launching the Everbook in all, four, in all five of our colors. And because we need the money right now, uh, we're going to turn and burn on this project. I'm hoping to have the Everbook in all colors launched and live by the time you're listening to this tomorrow morning. Now, that means we've got a lot of photography and updating to do and some SKUs to build in the back end and some other things that we've got to work on that we haven't had to work on before. But, I'm confident that we will make progress on it, which is good. There's another product, and it's funny because I hadn't even thought about this until about a week ago when the topic of uh, blue leather came up, which it's still on the table as a special edition. But one of the things that came up was we have a different tannery that we like to use for our short runs, our limited edition stuff, because they're just better at short run limited edition stuff and their quality is outstanding. But we had bought from them a long time ago this faux alligator print leather. Now, when I say faux alligator print leather, what I really mean is that the alligator is embossed, the pattern is embossed into the leather, and then the leather is dyed and colored. And it looks beautiful. It looks incredibly beautiful. It's got a very, it's very realistic in many ways. It's not realistic in some ways, and it's not realistic in ways that I think are good. For example, alligator skin is very thin most of the time. It's hard, it's brittle, but it's very thin. Um, and most tannings of alligator are very thin. So real alligator is, it's hard to get alligator in the, the right thickness and temper for the type of products we make. And furthermore, it's hard to get alligators in the right size for us to really make that you know, economically viable for those. And so the advantage of us doing this is that the alligator embossed into these this cowhide is very thick, it's very durable, and it's a, it's a far better way to design the product the leather product for our needs and our product use. So I like that better. So we bought a, a bit of it a while back and we've had it on the shelf ever since. The problem is we bought it back when we were having our, our pieces cut by a third party. So it's all cut into these pieces, but all of the pieces it's cut in are all of our old designs that we don't sell anymore. 
back when they used hardware and other things like that. And so the kind of the question that came up was, do we repurpose the, do we take the pieces that we already have cut and waste a good portion of the leather in the process, but cut them into the right shapes for our needs, right? In our current shapes, which both limits the products that we have for offerings, but that's just going to be a fact of life and also cuts down on our profitability because it cuts down on the options. But at the same token, and this is something to keep in mind, and I hadn't thought about this until just this moment, they're just sitting on the shelf. They're not making us any money now, and it's not like we're going to replace the inventory. So there's just, there's cash money sitting on the shelf in the form of cut alligator pieces that could be recut into our current shapes at virtually no cost. And since we aren't going to be replacing the leather since it'd be a limited edition or a short run, we'd be able to turn that into cash that wouldn't necessarily have an additional cost to it per se. So that could be a great product. So that's another product that might get launched shortly if I can pull it off. And I got to figure out what products we're going to launch it in. My gut says the number two is mostly because we probably can get the most out of those. We have some of the number ones already cut, but they were the old design of the number ones back before we added the pen loops and made the spine wider so we could accommodate more pages. But some people might like that. I don't know. I have to think about that a little more. Go, that's another thing. Go to the Discord and tell me if you'd like the alligator in the original number one cut before it had the pen loop or if we'd be better off doing something else with that, right? And one of the things we would do different with is accessories. And that actually is kind of a fun idea because alligator would look really cool for accessories. So these are all elements of this that I think from, you know, even though we're out of money today and even the sidewalk has now ended and we are definitely off road. I don't think you have a choice but to just drive the ball forward, right? There's nothing more that I can do other than to try the best I can with all of the different options we have. And it's not like we're out of options, right? I mean, we're out of options financially, but, you know, it's like how many times are you out of money, right? All the time. So always, always, always more things you could spend money on. There's always things that cost more money. That's just life. I was thinking about this the other day, though. I was like, why am I so calm and comfortable with the situation that's going on in the company? And another thing that I think is a big part of this is something that Jordan Peterson said. And Dr. Jordan Peterson is a clinical psychologist out of Canada. He's excellent. You should go listen to him if you haven't. It's the Jordan B. Peterson podcast, amongst other things. Uh, he's also now uh, got all of his library on Daily Wire Plus, not to promote them um, without getting paid for it. But hey, who knows? Anyway, so you can go check him out. He's got great stuff. But one of the things he's talked about, and I'm paraphrasing this poorly, but he's talked about how if you are unhappy, you are depressed. If you are struggling, there are five core elements to make that make up our lives in many ways. And figuring out how to balance those is going to be key. Now, I'm like I said, I'm butchering it poorly. So I'm going to come up with the, I'm going to kind of come up with my own five that might be a slightly different take than his five, but they're like mostly the same. They're almost identical, which is hobbies, family, faith, work, and friends. And Obviously, I have a wonderful family and I love them dearly and I have a great extended family and I have a great nuclear family and I have a great, you know, family that I live with here. Right? Like I have, I have a lot of family and a good relationship with all of them and that's really helping balance this. I have a wonderful faith. I, I love, you know, not only do I love my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but I also love my faith community, my church, my pastors. I have great relationship with them and that helps kind of provide that better perspective. Um. And I have great friends. I really do have a lot of good friends. I work with a lot of my friends, and so that kind of bleeds over. But I have a friend who's a good friend, one of my best friends, who I don't work with. And that's a real blessing as well, because can, we can talk about things that aren't work in that way. And the last one is hobbies. 
And I have recently taken up a new hobby um, that I'm very excited about. I don't want to share it just yet because it's something that might turn into a different company. In fact, I'd like to turn it into a different company, not to bleed over my work into my hobbies and my hobbies into my work again, but it could be a really cool company. But anyway, I've had that hobby now, so I have something kind of to do that's outside of my work. And I think having that balance done properly and having... It's made it so that I don't come home from work and spend all night fretting about work. Which is good. It's good to not fret about work. And I'm glad to have that hobby and the rest of the things that are going well. So, I'm taking it one day at a time. I am pounding down the door of our banker basically saying, look, like this is the, I mean, one of the short, like the short and long of it is this. We got to find more cash. That's the short and long of it, right? One way to do that is to sell more product, bring in these bulk orders, launch these new products, get people in the door and buying. And obviously, you know, everyone's kind of a little concerned about what's going on in the world. But frankly, to be honest, most people I don't think have seen their immediate lives impacted a lot. I mean, obviously, gas prices and food prices and everything is not great, but a lot of people still have their jobs. A lot of people still, you know, kind of are going about their lives. And so I, I don't know how much of that is, I, how much of the, the slowdown in the company I can pin on that. And I don't think much, honestly. So. All in all, it's either that or we get bulk orders or the new products go well or the last piece is that the line of credit finally gets extended. So, I mean, there's options. I'm not out of, I'm out of, I'm not out of tricks yet, but today the sidewalk ended. That's life. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in on Thursday for our next topic. Don't forget to check that subscribe button as well as the notification bell to get notified right away of our latest podcast. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, accessory, anything else we sell, please do feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can also reach out to us on our Discord. Um, you can join our Discord by clicking on the link in the top of the uh, podcast description or on the top blue banner of our website. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, obviously you can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. We will do our best to get back to you as soon as possible, but we do appreciate your patience. If you have a quick question or you want to place an order over the phone, please do feel free to give us a call at 414-434-9001. Uh, we're available Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Central Time. You can also text, text us at that number as well, 414-434-9001. If, for whatever reason, you don't get a hold of us, please do feel free to leave us a voicemail. We do listen to those. We respond to those. It's actually very helpful. Um, so if you're ordering, if you're looking to, to answer a question about an order, please do also include that order number. It starts with the letter S and is followed by a series of digits that does help us identify who we're talking to and what we're talking about. If you have that information available, if you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow on a community, uh, both the review on the podcast and whatever app you're listening on or a nice comment in the comment section below. Um, or if you want to, you can also leave us a review on the product. If you have one, you can go to murdycreative.co slash reviews and you can read all of our amazing five-star reviews. It does help us. If you leave us a review, it really does. There's a button there that says leave us a good review. It'll take you to Google reviews, um, which does help our SEO. If for whatever reason you'd leave us a bad review, there's another button there that says get directly in contact with us. It is deeply important to me personally that everyone has a good experience with the company and the product. Whatever the issue is, please, please, please give us an opportunity to make things right. We will do our very best to do so before you leave us a bad review. It really does. It is really important to me. So please, obviously, we will do whatever we can to make it right. Word of mouth is the best form of advertising, so please tell your friends. If you want to get a little something for doing that, check out the rewards tab on the bottom left-hand corner of our webpage. It's a little circle if you're on mobile or it's a longer box that says rewards. Once you're logged in, 
you can buy anything. And once you buy anything, it goes back into your account. 10% of that purchase goes back into your account as in-store credit that you can spend on anything in the store. There's also a shareable link there. That shareable link, when you give that to your friends and family, they get $10 off their first purchase and you get $10 of in-store credit. So it's a great way to help the company and helps you and helps your friends. So, I mean, hey, give it to your enemies. That, that works for me too. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send it my way. You can also mention it to me in the Discord. Um, we are talking about the podcast there all the time and it's a great place to get updates on the podcast. So check that out. Looking for multiple binders, journals, folios, anything else we sell for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason. We do have bulk discounts built directly into our website. All you need to do is add all of the items you want. You can mix and match to your heart's desire. It is only based off the total cart quantity. So you can add anything to your cart and then you can hit checkout. It'll automatically detect the number of items you have in your cart and it'll apply the appropriate discount for that quantity. If for whatever reason you don't have a specific quantity in mind, but instead you're looking for a potential discount percentage, Feel free to reach out to us directly via our website. We'd be happy to talk through that bulk discount program and see if we can't figure out the right quantity for the desired price. If you're looking for a custom engraved item, we have no minimum order quantities and no setup fees. It's a simple flat fee, normally $15 per item, and that is actually pre-bulk discount. So it can actually go down from there if you're getting a whole bunch of custom items for your company or your team or whatever. To do that, go to any of our product pages and hit add custom engraving or add custom logo. When you click on that button, it'll take you to the custom version of that product. You can select all your choices there and then hit launch customizer. That'll launch the uh, application that we have built into our website where you can upload images, you can upload designs, add text, whatever you want. You can reposition, rotate, all those other good things. And then you can click add to your cart. It'll automatically apply the appropriate engraving charge for that item. And then it'll actually tie, when you make that purchase, it ties the image that you created directly to that product so that when you go to make it, we can just pull that image up and we don't actually have to do any editing on our end, which makes it a little bit easier to make things exactly the way that you want them. So we have that option. If for whatever reason you don't see that button, that add custom logo button, please do feel free to send us an email, sales at murdercreative.co. We do have a few items that are still um, kind of in the customizer, but sort of not. So feel free to reach out to us if you want something that you don't see available. We'll be happy to make you an, a mock-up as well as a custom order link to purchase. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.